Hey guys, welcome to the new episode and uh, we have Reebu again. So since we all know Reebu is a is a basketball enthusiast and an amazing basketball player and uh, that has been his passion for quite a long time and that's what we all juniors know Reebu for. So in this episode we'll be talking about uh, Reebu's experience in uh, basketball and just general how all of you can even uh, take your passion to a new level. and incorporate it into your daily life and even take it as a career perspective so rebu uh, let us know how did you actually uh, get introduced to basketball and how it became your passion what is the story behind so i had started playing basketball when i was 8 but i never really took it very seriously until i joined jss in jss i think basketball was one of the most common sports that everyone played during lunch break and luckily i was one of the taller and bigger kids so that just gave me a natural advantage in the sport and playing the sport more and more i kind of got a special interest for it so i started playing more i started training i started going to different camps and that's how i really started off like getting interested in basketball obviously as i grew older i uh, i was getting taller and i felt that i had some sort of chance at making sports uh, my career not 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 purely in the professional way as playing the sport but maybe teaching it or uh, studying it and that's when i really decided to contribute a lot more of my time to sports and ultimately that's what led me to leave dubai and come to the us for a better opportunity to pursue my dreams and even the decisions i made after my high school uh, experience in the us a lot of it was guided by what i had learned throughout uh, my 6 to 7 years of playing basketball at a high level and that's the reason why i am uh, undertaking a degree in kinesiology as of now that's that's quite amazing and um, i think it's quite inspirational for everyone listening to this as how you started uh, in grade 8 and then just put on and this passion naturally grew into you and currently you're pursuing it as your career so uh, you mentioned about kinesiology so could you explain what it is i think a lot of us aren't really quite familiar with it okay so kinesiology is basically the science of how the body moves so looking at it from an outsider's perspective it's a very broad uh, topic it uh, it uh, actually encompasses a lot of physics a lot of biology and a lot of athletic uh, athletic terminology within it i decided to undertake kinesiology as a degree because i wasn't really sure about what part of the sports industry i'm going to join in the future so i felt that if i undertook a kinesiology degree it would give me the basis to undertake different uh, career paths if required true i mean it's quite good because uh, it's the science of how the body works right if i'm not wrong it's the science of how the body moves uh, kinesiology literally translates to human movement so i think that's human movement yeah that's quite a huge perspective Yes, uh, it encompasses many things people do not think about. Most people only think about sports when they're talking about kinesiology, but it also encompasses therapy, rehabilitation, uh, how uh, shoes are designed, how cars are designed, how everyday appliances humans use are designed. It's a very broad topic. Looking at it, so how do you want to incorporate this with your passion, like with basketball? Are there have you thought of anything? As of now, I'm looking at uh, three separate. Uh, pathways uh, into my future so one of the most uh, attractive pathways to me is actually going into the world of basketball training 
since i love the sport so much and i have uh, i have understood that what my limitations are in terms of playing i still have the skills and knowledge which is required to train uh, athletes in the sport so that is one way i can uh, go looking ahead the second way which is uh, something i have been thinking about recently is going into the sports medicine field which would actually involve a lot of further studies after i finish my bachelor's but it would really enable me to uh, join a very lucrative career path which is uh, very up and coming because of the current uh, booming age of the elderly population and the last field which uh, which i'm currently on the path to is a certified strength and conditioning coach which many people actually uh, mis- um, they have a misconception that it's basically the same as a personal trainer it's not certified strength and conditioning coaches they work specifically with athletic teams or in athletic settings to improve uh, performance and reduce injury so although these three fields appear to be very similar they are very different and have their own unique uh, uh, niche sector in the sports industry true i mean all of these fields seem quite technical and uh, when you give a first look to it seems quite general but there's a lot of technicalities in each and every field it's quite true uh moving on to your experiences in basketball so you mentioned how your junior year went and uh, how was your senior year and your college uh, experience with basketball experience in college all right so playing in dubai i was actually i would say one of the better better athletes my skill level was naturally very high since i had been training for it quite a bit and looking at basketball i think it's really important to separate those two skill and athleticism uh, it is possible for everyone to become skilled with practice but athleticism is something even though which you can develop a lot of it comes naturally genetically and uh, i really excel from the skill standpoint but in the american system one thing i really struggled with was athleticism i am not an especially tall or fast uh, athlete compared to many of the basketball players i have played with so it put me at a disadvantage but i did not let that be something which bothered me in fact i took it as further motivation to improve my skills um mm. the story i think uh if you look at it it really starts in dubai where i started training at mpac which was this uh, which is this club which is very famous for training a lot of kids new to the sport but i started training with the more advanced uh, players very quickly and then i got a scholarship to go play basketball at spire institute which was coincidentally the fifth ranked team in the country last year so my team was incredibly skilled in fact uh, some of our players had multiple division 1 offers and some of these players are even uh, appearing in the nba draft this year so it really puts into perspective at how skilled the team was really was and uh, when i was placed in such a skilled team i actually had to reinvent the role i'm used to so meanwhile in dubai i was like always the leader of the team always uh always commanding the most uh, touches the most shots i all of a sudden had to be the player who was coming off the bench playing more of a support role more of a practice player but it really taught, taught me a lot of things not only about the sport but also about life in general yeah that's quite true because sports uh plays a huge role in your life and it teaches you those invaluable skills and you mentioned that you were the team leader earlier and then you had to come to the bench so that's quite a huge shift so in that way you need to adapt uh to the different surroundings and just the atmosphere of the sports arena definitely uh, no matter how you go you get at a field there is always going to be someone or something better than you hmm. so 
it's very important to adapt to change and not be set in your ways if you are not uh, willing to change uh, people aren't going to deal with you very well i guess one of the things that you've learned after joining the the higher skilled sports team is adaptability so i mean you mentioned you you had you learned a lot of values are there any more values you think that you've gained from joining this new team i think one of the biggest values which really helped me was hard work i think it's something a lot of people always talk about but it's actually the most important thing anyone can ever have uh so through through i think my second or third month at spire when we were playing games i was really struggling with the fact that even though i had been like one of the best players in dubai i was barely playing maybe 2 or 3 minutes every game so i went to my coach and i really like i just like straight up asked him that why did you offer me a scholarship if i wasn't going to play so he told me in very simple words that he just wanted someone who would be working harder than anyone else and i would basically be providing a push for the rest of the team to work hard and then he told me about how he played a similar role in his professional career even though he was such a skilled player he showed me his career stats and how he would have a similar role on every team he went to and it really put into perspective that sometimes people do not see that sports is about a lot of different things and just having the fame and glory it's about working hard it's about uh, having cohesion cohesion with your team having the spirit of sportsmanship yeah that's the bigger picture which everyone should look at and you mentioned hard work is something which is quite important and although everyone talks about hard work uh, many few very few people do it and hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work hard we've all heard that definitely uh, there were certain points i think throughout the basketball season when some of the most skilled players actually started slacking off and i think i let them know in practice like honestly it let sometimes we fought i think it just becomes a very natural thing for athletes to end up fighting when there's things like emotions sports and passion involved so it really puts into perspective that even the most skilled players can start faltering if they do not work hard yeah that's absolutely true you mentioned about sports scholarship so do you want to guide us through that how can you apply for sports scholarship and uh, how can you get it okay so uh, sports scholarships vary a lot depending on what kind of sport you're playing so the best thing to do would be to type what kind of sports you're playing and look into the different countries which provide scholarship basketball is more of an american sport so uh, it has the best perspectives in america uh, if you're interested in a sport which is more uh, more popular outside of the us it is better to look at other countries rather than just focusing on a sport particular country and hoping that you get it always keep your uh, horizons very open because you don't want to be limited by your uh, by your like pre conceptions of certain things when you're looking at a sports scholarships uh, the most important thing in a sport like basketball becomes recording everything you do recording all the games you play recording all the practices you do uh, these things are what the coaches are going to see and judge you upon when you talk about a sport like running or swimming where everything is timed uh, it's easy to measure performance in terms of a number in basketball you can do the same thing but numbers can lie because if you're not playing with as skilled of an opponent and you have good numbers it doesn't equal as a better player because better players could be playing with much better competition and not have the same numbers as you so recording your games and practices really becomes the most important thing for any one who is interested in entering the sports uh, scholarship world yeah that's quite true that yeah adrian you were saying something 
No, that is a really interesting look because not a lot of people think about recording their games and matches. Like they just go ahead and do it for, I mean, like as a routine, and they just hope that okay, you see, I participated in this and that tournament, so I play basketball a lot. So I hope that I won't. I need a scholarship or something like that. Yeah. So in the sports world, there's a common saying that numbers can lie, but looks do not. So it's possible for you to have uh, show them statistics which may paint you as a really good player. So, like for example, when I was playing in Dubai, I would have matches in which I would maybe score sixty to seventy points, but it's not really the same because I'm playing against a very lackluster competition. So recording your games and really showing your uh, skills in video format is something which is really important for a qualitative sport and uh, compared to a quantitative sport. Absolutely, that is a very important point. Oh, I mean, I guess that's that's the main reason. That's like uh, the biggest reason, I guess, why you shifted to the US because of you wanted to look for new competition and new ways to improve your level in the sport. Definitely, uh, since US was the best country in terms of basketball, I decided that if I really wanted to enter this career, the only way for me to see if I could actually have a career in it. Was to test myself against the best competition in the world, and even though it did not work out exactly in the way I intended it to, it really it really opened my eyes to what the sports world really is about, and I think that's something which is really important when you talk about sports. Um, passion can sometimes really make you blind to the reality. It's really important to keep your expectations in check. Yeah, that's 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 um, quite an important uh, point because. Many people have quite high expectations, and when they come, so they have their passion which they want to follow. But then at times you are quite limited and bound by your resources, and this generally by your own aptitude or your own skill set. So I think that's quite a key thing to take away from this that uh, you should also be um, you should be I mean you should be ready to accept the reality as well. Yeah. It should be uh, adaptable. I, I'd say is what he's trying. Definitely, being adaptable is the only way you can go about it. I have seen, uh, like personally, uh, while I was at Spire, I had many friends who were like exceptionally well skilled, but uh, some of them got injured, and now th- what they had to do is now they had to manage the expectations as to what they would be doing, even though they had uh, better perspectives than what they finally pursued. They had to adapt to the situation rather than complain about it and uh, worry about why they got injured. Uh, like they say, there's no uh, no point in crying over spoiled milk. It's the same way in the sports world. Once something is done, you just have to see what is the next step, uh, next uh, step, and go ahead. Yeah, true. It's like if that one door is closed, there is definitely the other door which is open and it can provide you new opportunities, and you can go ahead. True. I was saying one thing which I would really like to say and something which can be really difficult for many people to tell themselves or others is that sometimes you really have to know when to stop. So uh, throughout my senior year at Spire, I was, I, was, I was not very happy with my situation of coming off the bench. I understood why it was happening and why I uh, had to play that role, but I wasn't perfectly happy. So when I was looking at my college perspectives, I had the chance to go to maybe a not as good team and play basketball for them. 
and then had the opportunity to go to an actually division one college and play basketball for them, but then perform the same role. So that's when I decided that there was no point in me continuing down the path of playing basketball for a really good team, but not really playing, just sitting on the bench for majority of the team. So it becomes really important to know when to stop, even though passion is very important and being committed is very important. It's also important to have a reality check every once in a while. I think that's the biggest takeaway point from this episode that you should know when to stop. Everyone knows when to start, how to go about it, but then they don't really know where the end is. And I think ending something and starting a new journey is quite the thing which everyone should learn. That's true. I think emotions can sometimes get the better of you. you know, when you like something so much and you see that it's not working out, sometimes you can just lead yourself to believe something which is not true and it can lead you down a really bad path. True. Those false beliefs can impact you majorly. So um, do you have any other tips for our listeners? and those who are pursuing sports as their career? Uh, one thing which I would say to everyone is that, especially when you look at looking at sport from a very serious perspective, you have to be prepared for a lot of painful situations, a lot of, uh, lot of stereotyping, a lot of people looking at you weirdly. Uh, unfortunately, in the Indian culture, sports is not a very uh, liked career choice. Many people think of it as something which is not very safe. And it is true, it's not very safe, but you have to know how to deal with those situations. You have to be truthful to yourself and truthful to your parents about it. And I think it's really important to get your parents on your side. That's one thing I really spent some time doing. It was really tough. It wasn't tough convincing them. It was tough for them to convince others and convince my teachers that why I wasn't showing up to classes on time, why I needed to be excused from afternoon classes. It can sometimes be a difficult conversation to have that you are not do, doing a certain thing because you have other commitments in terms of sports. Uh, but it's important to have those necessary conversations rather than just shoving it back because you're afraid to bring it up. True, that's, that's really important because if you are embracing uh, a particular field as your life goal, so just talking to your parents and like accepting it is the first thing you should do. And I think um, the things which come with the repercussions, I think you should be ready to take those repercussions as well and even set your priorities. Because when you think about it as your career, I think it should be a topmost priority in that case. And definitely it would uh, be higher than your normal classes or even those small tests. Even though both of them are important, it's good to set your priorities in that case. Definitely, it can uh, it can lead to certain situations. Like for example, you know, in JSS, how we have those uh, uh, minor exams, right? Every once in a while. True. Uh, I would never study for them, and I would do really poorly. Sometimes they would call my parents, but I had to communicate to my teacher that I'm sorry, but I cannot provide have the amount of time to study for these tests. I'm going to study for the final exam and do well, but I'm not going to do well in these tests. Just communicating and being honest with your teachers and parents is what you have to do. And you have to be ready for a lot of challenges. Like, I think in my 10th ward, right before my Hindi exam, I had to go for a practice which lasted from maybe 4 to 8. And then I came back, studied for a couple of hours. And then I had to go and give my Hindi exam like the next day for the ICSC board. Yeah, that's, so that must be quite hectic. Yeah. Those difficult situations, you have to get used to them. And sometimes it can actually lead to like really 
really awkward conversations. So like right after my 10 boards and I got my results, I did very well. I, I, I scored 96%. People were completely shocked when I told them that I'm taking humanities and the only reason I'm taking humanities is that so that I have more time to play sports. People were absolutely upset because they thought that I would go down and study science. I see. But then uh, at the end of the day, you chose what you wanted to do and you were focused at your goal. So I think that's what setting priorities is quite important in that case. Yeah, never be apologetic for what you decide. Once you decided it's your decision, you deal with the consequences. No one else owns your life. Even something um, I wanted to like, like hopefully discuss was um, how people have expectations of you when you say you want to do sports. You're like, oh, okay, you will be like that particular personality. So you will probably do this, this, this. But then you can't just look at what other people say. You need to take your time and decide on how you want to do it and then set your goals uh, and then go ahead with that. Definitely. People have a very skewed perception of sports. Many people think that if you're going into sports seriously, you're going to become like the next Sachin Tendulkar or some kind of star, which I'm not saying it cannot happen. It just takes a lot of things to go right uh, for that to happen. And sometimes it doesn't. And when it doesn't, you just have to be ready to face the criticism, which is what to actually come. But yeah, it's absolutely. true. I mean, uh, that criticism will take place. But then the thing is that you need that strength to move on and look at the other doors which yeah. are open and look at the other perspective of the yeah. whole thing. Like I said before, having a reality check and knowing which road to choose is the most important thing. Sometimes it can feel it can feel like you're betraying your dreams of like playing a sport and going back on things you have like really worked hard for. But it doesn't always have to be. Sometimes things just come back in a way you never expect them to be. Yeah, that's true. Anything can happen. Just hope for the best and I think give your best, follow your dreams and keep on the reality checks. I think that's what Don't be tough. Don't be too tough on yourself. Yeah, I don't be too tough on yourself. Yeah, that's definitely true. Life is unpredictable. If you are interested in the sports field, do go ahead with it. Always take it with a pinch of salt because unlike the academic field, it is very uh, very unstable and full of surprises. So you never know what's going to happen. So I think that was, that was an amazing episode and we gained a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge of how sports can be. And I think quite... A, a lot of new things also were brought up. So in the end, I think it's just about following your passion, reality checks, just hard work, plain hard work. So thanks a lot, Ribu. It was great having you and just knowing your life and how you are um, going ahead with basketball. Uh, we wish you good luck in your endeavors. Thanks. Thanks for having me.